Welcome to Unsponsored Content. I'm your host, Jesse Resnick. Each episode we're going to release will focus on a person or topic that is unique, innovative, or inspiring here at Xander and beyond. Isn't that exciting? Let us turn up the beat. Greetings to all my virtual friends. I just wanted to give you a heads up that today's episode was recorded before the pandemic was declared as one. So keep that in mind as you're listening. It is time for another episode of Unsponsored Content with the one, the only, Miss Amy Leifer. For those of you who don't know her, she is known as the life of the party of the Xander office, and she is an incredible woman, super hardworking, and I'm really excited to chat with her. So, hey, Amy. As always, we're going to kick it off. We want to know more about you. Tell me about your kids, what Amy was like as a teenager, where you went to college, and how did you end up in advertising? What is your deal? Yeah, so... Um, I grew up in New Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. Was definitely not a student. Had a very active social life. That was very important to me. And Shocking. <laughs> and played sports competitively all um, throughout my school years. And so those were really um, where I got juiced is, you know, with my friends or sort of playing sports. Um, I wasn't a natural student. And so I did enough to get by. And then I went to the University of Rhode Island, where I continued to have a lot of fun um, and was a communications major and had no idea what I was going to do with my life. But then my one of my best guy friends from high school actually got a job at a television rep firm called Celtel, and I was waitressing in Newport, Rhode Island, living the high life. And he said, come on, you got to come, kind of come to New York. They're hiring and this is really fun. And so I was like, all right, cool, I'm coming. So I literally interviewed, got the job like the next day and got into the advertising business and has have never looked back. I feel so lucky to Brian, who actually weirdly runs operations and services at a competitive company. I just feel so lucky that he sort of set me on this path. And then I went to the buy side for a little bit and bought. And while I was doing the buy side, I also sold media. And that's where I got the bug for selling. And then I went to Sony or Columbia TriStar Television and I sold syndication. I sold the game show network. I started the direct TV ad sales business. Um, and then they spun off game show network to be its own company. I went there, um, had my two kids while I was at the game show network, um, became a mom. And then eight and a half years ago, I came, what I like to say is back to direct TV because it was kind of all in the family because Sony owned game show network, then direct TV owned game show network. And so I felt like I was sort of like just a trade along the way where, you know, one CEO said to another CEO, hey, we need lifer back now. And so um, I've been really lucky, frankly, that um, I've been on this great advertising journey. And I'm just very thankful that I found this world because I think it's I think it's a really great world to be in. Yeah, I'm thankful to have met you. I've learned so much. And I love the way that you manage your team and give them all the credit that they deserve. And then seeing you also grow and flourish. I mean, I haven't been at the company for that that long, but it's been awesome. Thank you. Have you seen Amy's angle? I have. So amazing. We're so proud of that. Kaylee and Chris helped me do that every month. And I just feel like 
that's really just our effort to continue to bring our team together and give shout outs and let everybody know what we're up to. You know, I do monthly lunches with the team too, because we are big and it's hard for me to get the opportunity to get to really know everybody, which is really what I like to do. Um, so we're trying to do everything we can to make the team feel like a team. And I, I feel like we've grown so much together over the last months. Um, it's been really gratifying. It's been a coming of age story. It, it's feel. been great. It's really been great. And watching everybody come together and trust each other and rely on each other and see the success and the wins that we've had together as a team, I think have been amazing. I'm excited to get into those wins because I know community is a big one. But before I ask you about community, I just want to know your background encompasses all types of things. Sales, um, I'm sure account management, you've built things from the ground up, sales and ops. Product, ops, sales. What keeps you in ops and services? You know, I love solving problems for other people, um, for the business. I think that, you know, at first when, and I've kind of been bipolar my whole career, like I've gone back and forth from sales to operations, um, you know, even in some product capacity, but I do feel at home. I feel like, you know, frankly, Brian saw something in me that I've always known was there, but sales is fun. You know, it, there's nothing better than getting that order and running down the hallway like, I got it, they did it, you know? Um, but now I feel like, you know, in the true partnership I have with Kirk and JB, I feel like that I'm with them in all of the products and all of the different 29 products that we sell every day. I'm helping them solve problems with the clients, but I'm also helping message between product and engineering, um, you know, what we need to do to deliver. And so I just feel like I'm in the center of it all um, with them, obviously, by my, you know, we're together. Um, but I feel like I'm in this great position of doing everything that I can to make everyone around me successful. And that's really what it's about for me. It's about Xander being successful. Um, it's about making advertising matter to our clients, to the world out there, right? You know, and so, you know, that's what I'm in it for. Like, Amy Lifer is where she needs to be, you know? Now it's about how do I build up those around me right? How do I make the people that report to me successful? And how do I make my peers successful? Um, which ultimately makes Xander successful. Amy, I know you have a lot of projects and a lot of things in your life, like your kids that I'm sure you're super proud of, but what in your own words are you most proud of? I would say really it's the combination of my worlds, right? Because, you know, being a working mom um, has its challenges, although I don't know any other way. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't know the other way. I think probably being a stay home, stay at home mom is equally as challenging. But for me, it was um, never giving up because I always knew that I wanted to work. And I think that I'm so lucky that my kids get it. And that I mean, they're older now, they're 17 and 14. And so you know, I think they're proud of me too, that I've, you know, been there when they've needed it. I mean, I literally, all I do is work or am with my family. Like my friends are like, hey, remember <laughs> me from like 2004? And I'm like, mm, I'll get back to you. Um, so I pretty much either work or I'm like all in with my kids, you know? And so that's like how I manage my life. But I just feel really proud that I have two really great kids and I've managed to squeak out a pretty decent career 
um, while doing that, which is hard, you know, and I, I am there for a lot of the working moms. I have a lot of new moms that work for me. And I, you know, always say to them, like, just try, try to stick it out. I mean, not from like a, Hey, you have to come back to work thing, but like, Hey, just give it a try because I think you'll surprise yourself what you're capable of. Um, I think people get worried in the beginning, just kind of throw in the towel and then it's hard to come back, you know? So I think for me, it was like, I know I'm crazy, but like I came back like two weeks after my son. And so, um, you know, but I didn't let myself like question that I could do it, you know? And so that's just what I'm really proud of. You make it look so easy. Oh, it's not. It's not. If you want to come home with me one night, Jesse, at like eight, <laughs> nine o'clock when I walk in the door and I'm like, hello. And everybody's like, I'm doing all work on this, on that. I'm like, all right, why did I rush home? <laughs> The only glimpse I have into your personal life is the video from your daughter during the weight loss competition. <laughs> and, and you told me that it wasn't uh, prompted by you. So she seems super awesome. No, she is. She is. My son is like super chill and totally my husband. And my daughter is the funniest person I know and has such spunk and keeps me laughing. So I would like to hope that I gave her um, a little bit of that. But, you know, speaking of JB, who just called me, he kind of always makes fun of me, as does Teddy Pritikin, actually, because, you know, I could be in a meeting with anybody. If my kid calls me, I pick up the phone. And so I might work like crazy hours, but they know that if something's going on, they can call me and I always take their call. And so, um, you know, JB always jokes that you can't have a meeting with me at 3.30 because at 3.30, everybody gets out of school and they all need to know where to go. And I direct traffic and then I hang up the phone and I get back to work. And so, um, you know, I think it's just being able to sort of like navigate, you know, both worlds and being confident enough to say, hey, I'm going to talk to my kids right now. You could wait like two minutes, but then like getting right back into it. So I might be sort of a compartmentalizer too, maybe. I love that you just <laughs> said that you play tra traffic guard when school gets out. I'm like, out, you're going to soccer. You're going to ski. <laughs> Everybody has to do homework. Dinner's in the fridge. Where's the babysitter? Okay, JB, what are we solving? <laughs> Thank you for sharing your career journey. It is really incredible, and I know it is not over yet. Was there a pivotal or defining moment in your career where you were either getting ready to have kids or you already had young children and you were being presented the opportunity to have a C-level position or expand your team or scope? And what was that like for you? Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, I was really scared to get pregnant. I was like, okay, you know, I had just taken on a leadership position. I'd left Sony to go to the game show network. And my husband was like, okay, I actually had some medical issues and I had to get pregnant. And my husband's like, okay, I'm like, no, 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 like I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And he's like, no, no. And, you know, I, you know, I jo we joke around, me and my husband, because he always says, like, um, I was like Amy Schumer and he saved me. Um, Maybe we don't want to put that out there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he always jokes that like, you know, I do think that having a partner that supports you and gives you that push when you doubt yourself is amazing. And so for me, it was like, okay, this is a moment in time. I'm going to take on more responsibility, but I'm also 30 and my doctor's telling me I need to get pregnant and oh geez, like, can I do this? And for your partner to be like, yeah, yeah, you can do this, you know, whether it's a friend, a partner, a family member, right? To, for somebody else to believe in you is so powerful, which is why, like, 
my team here, I always want them to know like, you can do this, you got this, I'm here if you need me, but let me tell you why you're super prepared to be able to do this. And my husband has done that for me all along the way. He's a he's a really good guy. I mean, he also drives me crazy, but he is a really good guy. And I feel like that was like a moment in time where I was taking on a new role and I was like, oh, can I handle this? I also think that I took on a role and had a manageable life while I had two kids. You know, like, I don't want to say my job was easy because at those, you know, eight or nine years, you know, they seemed intense, but it was manageable, you know? And I chose to sort of, while I did, uh, you know, keep taking on more, maybe not at the level I'm at now. And then when I came back to DirecTV, that was like another moment in time, right? Where I had to be like, okay, you know, I've been overseeing operations. I've been overseeing sales. Do I want to just go to DirecTV and just do sales again? But it was sort of a bigger, it was a bigger, um, you know, there was like a couple hundred million dollars. Here was a couple, maybe back then it wasn't quite 2 billion, but it was a big business and they were doing exciting things. And so I think there's like points where you have to like trust yourself to steal from Sheryl Sandberg, like lean in and be like, okay, I don't know exactly everything that I'm going to be doing, but I'm going to trust myself that I'm prepared and then I'm going to have the right people around me to help me do it. And I think whether it was my husband taking on that leap of faith, taking a new job and getting pregnant at the same time or coming to direct TV and being like, okay, I know that I've done these jobs before and I can do it on a bigger scale. I'm going to trust myself. Or when Brian, frankly, had confidence in me to, you know, give me, you know, the operations and services role and bring two teams, two really big, important teams together, you know, that was another moment. And, you know, I had... JB, I had Kirk, I had Brian, I had Rick, I had their support where they're like, no, no, you can do this. And not only can you do this, you're going to crush it. You're going to be amazing. This is why. And so I think, you know, having their support and knowing that I had them, right, when things didn't go my way and I could say, hey, JB, what do you think about this? Or Kirk, what do you think about this? Yeah. I mean, look at you now. You are successful. They were totally right. You're doing it all right. (laughs) Bet on Amy Leifer. Talk to me about community. Why is this so important for Xander? And what exactly is it? (laughs) You won't find it on the Xander website. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so community is a marketplace of which we're bringing buyers and sellers together at its most simple definition, which I'm pretty much as simple as you get, right? And so what we are doing is, you know, bringing premium video or other inventory into monetize. And then we're also using our data to support invest buyers or other external DSPs to buy our inventory. And so it has been amazing to be a part of it. I mean, I feel like I've been there since like day one and to see it now humming and working you know, amen, we're there, you know? And so now it's just making it better and um, continuing to evangelize in the marketplace what we're doing and delivering for our clients um, what we've set out to do. But we have amazing publishers. We have amazing premium video there. Um, We have invest clients. We have our cross-screen product that we're running there today. Um, And we'll continue to build on that this year. And so it has been a great, an important project. And why is it important? Because 
I think that we were always so focused on our owned and operated inventory and DirecTV inventory, ATTV Now inventory, which is amazing. It's the best, right? But what Brian has brought to the table and has opened my eyes to is that there's a marketplace exists not just with your inventory, but with others. And the flywheel really happens when it's all working together. And so for somebody who's really operated in a world of O and O for you know, 25 plus years, you know, Brian really showed me the way of like, we need to diversify our business. This is a great way to do it while adding value to an ecosystem that desperately needs it. Yeah. And such a puzzle too. Yeah, it is. It is. But we finally have solved it. We're there. Thanks, Amy, for that amazing description and explaining exactly what community is and why it's so important for Xander. You're not leaving this interview until I ask you a slew of random questions. And because you are such a busy woman, I am limiting your responses to one word. So my first question, kind of a catch-22, but I know you'll have an answer. Who is your favorite kid? Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. So... I, you know I can't answer anything with a one-word answer. So I always tell Ethan he's my favorite kid and wink at Emma. And I tell Emma she's my favorite kid and I wink at Ethan. So that's how I roll. I thought you were going to say your new dog. <laughs> Definitely not. Although Hudson is adorable. And if anybody wants a golden doodle, just slack me. Um, he is sweet and precious, but he drives me crazy. Good to know. Don't ever bring <laughs> dogs around Amy Lafer. <laughs> If you had to choose one thing at this very moment, what would you choose between Soul Cycle, a plate of hot, delicious, freshly fried French fries, or $100 to the closest store to go shopping? Oh, definitely shopping because I had a cheeseburger and fries with Welch, GB, and Jay Askenazi the other night, and I'm oh, still yeah. feeling super guilty about it. But I'm sure it was delicious. It was so good. I have to tell you. Where'd you go? Queens Yard. Oh, it's amazing. Okay, last question. What did you want to be growing up? <laughs> um, well, first I wanted to be a professional soccer player. And then when I sprained my ankle for like the 90th time, I was like, yeah, maybe not. Um, and so then I really thought that I wanted to be like a sportscaster. Like I thought I wanted to be like on the, the news, like which I would now realize I'd be so awful at. But that's what that's what I thought I went into communications at URI for was to be like with the microphone in front of the camera. And then I very really I quickly realized, no, 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 that's not for me. I can't keep it together long enough on air to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I think what you're doing, Jesse, is amazing. Oh, I love you. it. Thank I love you. it. I wait anxiously for yours to come out because I think you're so good at what you do. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Really good. Thanks so much, Amy. Your wisdom on your career and how you run your ops and services team today at Xander was so insightful, and I really enjoyed getting to chat with you today and always. So thanks so much. Thank you. Unsponsored content is produced by Christine Rubenstein and Sound by Laura with special support from the Xander Communications team. For the latest updates, follow us on social media Xander on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like this podcast, which I know you did, follow, rate, and subscribe with us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, here's a scoop.